I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Marshawn Lynch, but like he still said it best. Like he's about that action, right? Like, like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for 12 months from now. We'll talk about it in 12 months. <laughs> yeah. that dugout we got Bo and Joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now fellas 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 welcome back to another and episode the ladies oh oh and the ladies we you always got to get that in there we got to make sure that they're all come on we got to make sure they're straight I get it we got the Gars and we got the Haroldinas okay <laughs> you're gonna figure it out <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Farm Unfiltered. But we got some, we got some, you know, we always get inspired from all kinds of crazy, crazy Ooh. different directions and, and things going on. Yep. And so, uh, you know, this is going to be a fun one. I got, I think this is going to be a, a good uh, piece here. 100%. And, and anytime we can get some depth and peel the onion a little bit, I always think it's worth getting on the call, isn't it? <laughs> Harold, me and you could probably talk all day. That's the problem. That's why we got a podcast. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> For sure. Um, 100%. So there's this new book that came out, right? It's called uh, Think Again by Adam Grant. Um, and it's about basically uh, the power of knowing what you don't know. But really what I like to say is the power of changing your mind, right? So uh, mm-hmm. as I was reading it, it's like basically the, the skill set that it takes um, and the humility that it, we're going to talk about here in a minute, right? The humility it takes to change your mind and a lot of other things of, you know, that's a big piece is, is we're going to kind of dive into a lot of things of why it's so hard for us to change our minds and how, you know, we get yeah. stubborn or we, all those other things. And so we, I, we really going to dive in. There's sure. a couple quotes. I actually just started reading this. I actually have my little bookmark here, Bo, uh, with the old Texas Roadhouse gift card. So, Ooh, yeah, there it is. yeah. So, shout out to Texas Roadhouse for sponsoring this episode. Uh, feel free to send me a couple <laughs> more gift cards. I appreciate it. And uh, you know, we're gonna get a little crazy. We're gonna get a little crazy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Bo, so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this first one, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk through this real quick. All right. Almost like give it feel to like, me, Joe. Feel like you're back in kindergarten, and you know, old. No, I was uh, gonna say I like I'm this. Reading, reading the little read book to here. Harold. Okay. Here we go. It requires us to admit that the facts may have changed, that what was once right may now be wrong. Reconsidering something we believe deeply can threaten our identities, making it feel as if we're losing parts of ourselves. Woohoo! Let's start there, Bo. Let's just That's start there of understanding why it's so hard to change our minds. Yeah. All right, Bo. I'm gonna let you. I, think that, I know. I know you're the psychologist. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you open <laughs> her up. All right. <laughs> I was just gonna say the the quote that you said, and we kind of ran by is getting to understand what we don't know. Like we don't know. What we don't know until we know it. But the paradigm there is like, how do we understand what we don't know? Like the the awareness that like there is another way to do it. Um, especially with so much information being available now, it's like we almost have to trick our minds that the perception of what we see isn't the truth. And I think that's really where it starts with is that we assume that our truth is the truth, you know, and I Mm -hmm. made a tweet the other week and it was kind of, kind of passive aggressively funny, like a a knock to the whole industry that like, you just because I believe something is true doesn't mean it is true. Oh, you know, Joe, Got to mm. ruffle the feathers every once in a while. You know that. <laughs> but um, um, no, I, yeah. think, I, th- I, th- I think that's where it starts. We've had that conversation before is that like how do we decipher through um, my truth versus the truth and find a common ground that like there are things that are more true, but in reality, like we're all searching through and filtering this process until we finally claim like, okay, I guess this can be truth, but... Um, I think, I think it's that the first step is that awareness and understanding that like, I don't know a lot that's out there in the world, you know? Yeah, no. And and it, 
more so uh, it's not that you need to know everything that you don't know because obviously that's why it seems like such a weird statement like yeah. the power of knowing what you do. You don't need to know what you don't know. You just need to know that you don't right. know a, about a particular subject. Like I'm not very well versed right. in that subject or man, he's talking through a whole bunch of things that I only have this much information and he's got, you know, I can tell that again, he's well versed in this area of study or whatever it might be, right? Um, it's just more so yep. being mindful and self-aware um, that, you know, again, there's always going to be someone that knows something that we don't know and always opening to that information. Right. But, you know, tying it tying it back into why it's so hard for us to um, go back on some of these decisions that we might have previously made or truths that we, we might have uh, uh, previously thought of is right. we start to identify and become, we talked about this before, right, become married to our ideas, Right. We start to get, yep. we start to um, make, especially if it's a foundational truth to us, like if it's a pillar in my life, right? If yeah. all of a sudden I remove one of those pillars, even though it might have been wrong, even though it might have been um, cracked, even though it might have been, you know, again, the most, not the most stabi- uh, stable pillar, it was a pillar in my life that was helping my foundation where I was making decisions from that pillar right. of perspective, right? As soon as I remove that pillar, obviously there's going to be a ton of instability because that's where I was making all my decisions from. And now I don't have that foundation there to make my decisions or how I interact or how I perceive the world is now I'm going to have, you know, obviously some of those other, um, you know, those things that I, I start to feel like I have given away part of myself because I don't have a foundation to stand on, you know, how I view the world anymore. Um, and, and you start to question everything, right? Right. So I, yep. I I think that that's a yeah. that's a big deal that we uh, we we just need to understand that 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 is normal when we're going to start reevaluating yeah. our decisions or previous things that we've talked about or beliefs that we've had um is that it's normal yeah. to feel like it's threatening our identities. It's normal to feel like, you know, uh we're losing right. parts of ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's really where people start to feel the uncomfortability there and they kind of can't push through that is that like you're going to feel you should feel uncomfortable when you're growing but i think a lot of people consider themselves growth mindset but as soon as they feel that uncomfortability it's like my wall is going up like i Hmm. can feel my beliefs being challenged and we don't like that we're we naturally survive that's all that we try Mm -hmm. to do is like what's the easiest way to survive Mm -hmm. and there's a level of uncomfortability when our Mm -hmm. lenses and our foundations Mm -hmm. being challenged it's mm-hmm. like we feel threatened. So obviously yeah. the fight or flight's going to kick in. And now I'm automatically putting a wall up to you, Joey, when in reality, yeah. like what you're saying could help strengthen my foundation if I allow it to. Yeah. And that's kind of where people miss it is like, no, Joey's just attacking me. He's attacking my beliefs. Uh, mm. Not necessarily. This is actually an opportunity for you to strengthen your foundation. Yeah. You know, but do you make it a habit of walking into spider webs? Is that what you I do? do? All the you time. Do, you just walk into spider webs all the time. Okay, so let's let's go to the all the time. Let's go to the second thing I highlighted so far in the yeah. book. We let's listen to views that make us feel good instead of ideas that make us think hard. Ooh, confirmation bias right there. Oh, information bias because this is the thing that we got to understand with this 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 point here is that. Far too often, again, like you said, our brains are lazy, right? We like to fall into what we know to be true, right? Like to us, right? Our yeah. personal truth, like you're saying. And so what happens with that is, again, we're, we're, we feel comfortable here, right? Because we're aware. We've yeah. done a lot of thinking. We've spent a lot of time in this area, right? But yeah. when it starts coming into, again, making you rethink what you thought you knew, right? And this happens all yeah. the time. <laughs> Listen, if you guys ever want a fun Friday night? You go ahead, you go ahead and just search our Facebook and some, you know, when we yeah. advertise certain oh, yeah. things on Facebook, you're going to see some of the craziest uh, uh, comments and responses. Yep. And the reason you do this, let me give some context here. When you're on like Twitter or you're on your, again, even if we were on our Facebook, right? And we have our followers, people that have been along for the ride, they're going to be much right. more open, right? And also much more aware and they're following us for a reason, right? But when you're advertising out, right? to a whole a brand new audience that you have no relationship with, you're coming in direct contact of like, you know, it, 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 yeah. it, it can make people feel uncomfortable because now on, sure. um, if, and if you guys are listening to this podcast, you probably already feel that way already. But one of the things to really yeah. think through 
is that again, like you're challenging what someone, you're not just challenging them, you're challenging their relationship with their coaches when they were younger. You're challenging their relationship with their yeah. father or whoever taught them baseball. It could be their uncle, their grandpa, their, their all these other things. What they thought of how the swing should operate and how I should train and all these other things, right? Or I've been doing it yeah. for 35 years, 50 years. I've been doing this and I've been, we're going, it's been yeah. passed down from generation. My, my poppy, my chicken nugget, my whatever yep. was a big leaguer, okay? And, um, I know, right? And I've sat on this truth and I've been teaching this for 30 years. So if I accept that I was wrong, that this other information, that means that I've been wrong for 30 years. (laughs) And that's what you're coming up against in these type of interactions is someone that's been doing that for so long. And if they admit that to themselves, right? right? And that this is a big... Again, like we go back, right? They're, it feels a threat to their identity. It makes them feel sub, uh, you know, self-conscious about how many athletes they might have hurt. Un, you know, that they're Insecure. not, they're not trying. They were never trying to. And there's that deeper level of yep. truth. Again, we need to get that to happen far more often. I'd rather, again, I used to always yeah. say, I'd rather look dumb today than be dumb tomorrow. Right? It's okay. <laughs> For sure. Let's get that to happen. Sure. I don't want 30 years. At least it's not 31 years. I'll tell you that. At least it's not 31 yep. years. That's kind of how I'm feeling. It's like, if I'm wrong, I want to know sure. again, that episode we just did. I want to know the truth. I want to know yep. the truth. Yeah. And that's the, that's the alarming piece. And we talked about that. Joe, we have a good time reading that stuff. When that happens to us, because we're growth minded, I know that we're doing something progressive and something yeah. innovative that's challenging these people. So it's of good to feel those feelings. Of course. What I would say to on the contrary, and we had this discussion through our evolution a couple of years ago, we were pretty fiery and we would, we would try to defend ourselves. A couple of years In ago? Reality, oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. We, we can't tell them. Though. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, no, but the, uh, the response there, you have a lot of coaches, once again, a lot of those guys, the same guys that are attacking us are saying they're, they're open-minded and they're growth-minded. Mm. Well, if anything, if anything, if it, the opportunity that you have to grow and look at the information and see it at face value, don't hear the bark, hear the message, and we still can't do that. And, and why is that, Joe? Like, is a human being, why is that? Because I find myself doing that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every time something goes against me, I'm all, oh, that's great. Let's hear the information. I'm, it's natural for us to want to be like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. How do we... Where do you think that comes from and how can we start to kind of like filter through actually being open to grow through that uh, uncomfortability? Well, I think, I think the, again, where that's, where that's rooted from is because we do need a natural filtering process, right? We can't just accept mm. everything a bit of information is true, right? We got to be able to fend off right. information. That's our, our natural process. If we assumed everything to be true that we heard, right? Or Saul or everything at face value, obviously we'd be all over the place, right? We'd be going back and forth. We wouldn't make any progress, right? Where would science be if every time a study came out or every time just an idea came out that we just diverted, you know, obviously our realities, right? And we changed everything based on what Mm -hmm. it would be impulsive. That's what it would be, right? It'd be impulsive. So um, with that, we need more information, right? As we go through things. And again, like we need some convincing and also through experts, experts need some convincing like, Hey, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not saying, but also we got to make sure that we don't become closed-minded or fixed-minded, right? That we obviously get stagnant because that's also a problem as well. We need to find that middle. Now, again, obviously, as we have more experience in things, we're going to have more of a filtering process that's normal for us to to have, right? And so um, that's a big part of us to, you know, get used to is like, okay – um, again, an educated mind is able to, uh, is able to entertain an idea without accepting it. Right. So, okay. So yeah. let me entertain the idea. Okay. Let's say it was true. Let's go walk down all the things that would make it true. Right. Or how would I disprove it? Right. Start going down the scientific method, right? Deductive reasoning. What are, what are certain things I'd say, okay, if that's true, then how does this happen? Okay. Well then let's do a study or let's figure out this and like, let's figure out all the ways that it would be, would make it not true. Right. And so, um, right. also to being willing to listen, to hear somebody out of, 
of why it might not be true. Or again, like, okay, well, I'm sure you've heard of squish the bug, right? This is something that, you know, I've been, you know, been told and I've been teaching for 30 years, right? So I'm sure that you've already, you know, thought through that or you've heard that before. Why do you not believe that to be true? Show me some evidence, convince me, you know, um, I'm, I, I want to understand, you know? Um, and that goes to mm-hmm. the other part, right? But again, it comes back to our foundation like we talked about two, like two or three weeks ago, right? It would be, do I want to be right? Right? Do right. I want to be right or do I want to know the truth? Right? I'm always on this evolution yeah. of being less wrong today than I was yesterday. Right. So you think that you think it's a foundational pillar, which we once again you touched on it before, like the knowledge or the information being the pillar. If we had to completely go back and rechange that for us, you know, because both of us have that a little bit, the ego, the passion, we get fired mm-hmm. up. For accountability on that aspect and completely like building the foundation for growth, what does that look like for you too? Because I've seen a big change in you the last year, to be honest with you. You know, mm. scripted, off script a little bit. Yeah. But, and and it, it, could, it could have been environment. It could have been what we were going through. But the shift I've seen in you is a lot more growth and like less I'm right and more let's be right together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think for me personally in the last year it's more been the desire to need to be right is mm-hmm. is 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 dampening. Now don't get me wrong, there's a lot of situations obviously being more versed in certain things I might tend to be right, right, more often than other people in yeah. like my my field, right? But also with that being said, I don't there isn't a need to be right as much. Now, I'm not saying it's completely knocked out, right? Like you're still working on your character right. like every single day. There's still things that, um, you know, like I continue to be mindful and try to check myself or again, have people around me that, you know, might uh, bring up the idea or can, can might feel that I might've in that certain moment. Like, so for example, again, but you kind of walk into this other uh, spider web, the next part of under, and this is what the, the next part in the book, under acute stress, people typically revert to their automatic, well-learned responses. That's evolutionarily yep. adaptive as long as you find yourself in the same kind of environment in which those reactions were necessary. So that's, again, we talk about that with movement patterns all the time, but what are movement patterns? It's the brain, right? It's the brain, how it's processing, again, yep. a stimuli, right? And how it's responding. So again, for example, if you have these, uh, you know, fight or flight, right? That's the, a typical, you know, a, a typical uh, reaction that we have from more of our brains are being evolving is that a lot of times we get these things where again, we make things far more dramatic, right? Than they, they actually are. Yep. Or again, if I was wrong here, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Right. And being able to like, find out and figure out what's underlying in you that needs to be right. Or, um, you know, again, would it challenge, why is your identity tied up in that? You know, why are you married to that idea? Is it because of your relationship with your father? Is it because of, you know, whatever these, you know, these deeper things, these conversations that people don't want to have. Right. But why are we even talking right. about this? Why is that? That's so important, Bo. And I think that that goes back to the point of being is that we have to talk about these deeper things so that we can make some yeah. of these bigger outward changes that we'd like to have. Like, right. again, like we'd, we'd love to be the head coach of Alabama. We'd love to be the head coach of Clemson. We'd love to do all these other things. But again, we have to change those foundational principles so that how we go about our life is completely different. And I think for me, for, for me personally, and everybody says it's different, but for me personally, it was, again, um, getting closer to God. Right. Like as me getting closer to God and me being more aware of his character and me more so trying to when you're comparing yourself to uh, the world. Right. And you're comparing yourself to other people. um, You can become very righteous, like in your ways and like how you act and how, again, it can build stronger and stronger ego of the need to be right. Right. Or the need to separate yourself in that same way. But when you compare yourself to God, you realize that again, it's very humbling because you can't, uh, you know, God's character is something that we'll never be able to achieve. So, um, because of that, for me personally, that was very humbling. And also, um, and this continued to be humbling is in those situations to realize that one, I'm wrong all the time. Two, I don't measure up all the time. Three, without God, it's not possible. (laughs) Okay. And, and, and for me realizing when all of those things are put together, is that I was very much so 
um, open to hearing other people's experiences and um, their perceptions because I'm also realizing that obviously that I only see bits and pieces and I need other people's perceptions because those other people's perceptions are God, right? God is talking yeah. through them and showing them pieces that I'm, I can't see and I need them to see more closely uh, what the actual whole picture is, which is again, what is God's creation. So that was mine personally. Like again, that's the process that's been going with, I mean, the last, uh, you know, year or so of the root, I would say yeah. from that change for sure. Yeah, no, that's a big one. I think I think a big piece too there that everybody can connect with is that we all feel and assume that we're the only ones feeling the feeling in the moment. Like we mm. feel insecure about our knowledge of information or about whatever it is. And I'm talking to Joey, he's confident. He looks like he's uh, so secure in his beliefs, but he's secure knowing that he doesn't know everything. That's what people miss. They see Joey mm -hmm. and think, oh, this guy's so confident in what he knows. He's confident in what he doesn't know. And he's mm -hmm. going to tell you what he knows and yeah. open up that door and comfortability so you can respond the same way. What people do there is they put up the wall. And now, Joe, I can tell that you're confident. And I don't want to say anything now because yep. you're more confident than me. You know? Yep. In reality, like we both can share stuff here. It's, it's that open line of... of communication and by yep. you admitting like look Bo, i don't know i don't know much now there's a comfortability there but we can't even get past that first barrier because of the insecurity it's like oh my gosh this mm. guy with a good haircut and with the good production he's so confident you scare me you know it scares my insecurity where in reality it's intimidating yeah joey wakes up J joey wakes up in the morning with the same insecurities but the foundational block that helps him get through there is the separator where if all I have is my information and I feel like I'm attacked, then you're in trouble. So mm. I think it's a good thing that you mentioned um, more God is the foundation. That's the change I've seen in you versus before. I'm not saying it wasn't stable, but no, it's just deeper. I think it was a little bit more. It was a yeah. little bit more the information than that where now it's starting to shift the opposite way. Yeah. You know well, and, and the, also the other thing as well, right? Like I hope we're saying the same thing here in six months, a year. Two years. Yeah. Oh, you used to be more like this, man. These great changes. Like yeah. again, like it's never. I, there's not a destination. Just deeper and closer, and For have sure. more perspective, and you know, growing, being yeah. more mature, all those things. And um, also, too, what you mentioned there that's important is because my identity is becoming more of uh, God, and not be because of information or knowledge. And the Bible talks about that, right? Of being like knowledge is great, yep. right? But at the same time. Um, again, I, I actually will pull the verse cause I don't want to butcher this, but uh, so I'll, I'll look it up here in a second. But, um, yeah. it, 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 and the thing I want to touch on though, is the same thing too, is that when you're tied to things of this world, they can be taken from you, right? Again, if it's knowledge, yeah. if it's people, if it's objects, if it's all these things can be taken at a moment's notice. So if your identity is, it, it's going to be tied to something, right? Our, our human yeah. subconscious, right? We're going to be tied to something, Right. So we have to be mindful of what we start tying ourselves to. And, and how do we understand what we're tying ourselves to? Where are we spending our time? Where are we spending our money? Where are we putting our efforts? Right? All of those yep. things put together and m more things, right? I'm sure there's plenty of things we can add to that list. But it's just more so, again, right. where are we putting you know, our time and resources, right? And yeah. then that will tell me where my identity is going to end up being in those things, Right. And that's why it's so important to stay like plugged in on a consistent basis and be mindful of those things. Because if we like it or not, if we're spending our time and resources on that thing, whatever that is, right, that's going to end up, we're going to start putting some of our identity in some of that because, um, yep. again, walks into the next spider web here is it's talking about like, um, I won't go to, into all the details here, but basically, um, he makes the comment here and it says, uh, there's, uh, there's these firefighters, right? And they get dropped in to do fires, right? And sometimes firefighters, the best thing they can do is drop their 40 pounds of gear and run, okay? Yeah. But a lot of firefighters uh, in, the, in the past were not trained to do that because they're firefighters. They're there to fight the fire, not run from fires. But what happens is they have right. 40 pounds of gear on them and then the fire is chasing them up a hill, 
right? Yeah. So you got to get up this hill. While the, 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 the hill ain't slowing down the fire. <laughs> it's slowing you down, For though. For sure. Right? Because you got to climb mm-hmm. and do all this other stuff, right? Trencherous, right? So, um, but it, it, he's talking about that as an example. And he goes, dropping one's tools creates an ex- uh, existential crisis. Without my tools, who am I? Right. And that's the same thing, too, is you become your identity becomes in these tools. And now we might not have physical tools. We might not have an axe. Right. But what we do have is some other things. Right. What we do have is our assumptions, our instincts, our habits. Right. These beliefs that we've had for years. And so without those, who would I be? Right. Without everything my 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 dad has taught me, without um, all, all these things I believe to be true, like who would I be? Right. And then that's the problem that we end up having is, again, our identity is now put in our beliefs. Right. Our identity is now put into these assumptions. And when those things get melted or disintegrated or we put some extra thought into them and we realize that we've tied ourselves to some things that are just not holistically true or only from a a small glimpse of the world. um, You know, again, that identity starts really getting questioned, you know. Yeah. So how do we because I agree with you 100 percent and. We've talked about this before, and, and I think in from a outside view, it makes sense what you're saying for application and to hold myself accountable with all this information coming out. Is this just something where maybe we're challenging our foundation, our beliefs? Like, is it daily? Is it weekly? Is it every six months? Like, with mm-hmm. all this stuff coming out, and I always feel bombarded. Yeah. I think I think that can show you if you're secure in your foundation or not. If everything that comes out, I feel triggered, then yep. you probably should address it. So is is that just kind of on a per case, like however often I'm feeling mm-hmm. this way, or mm-hmm. um, only when I feel this way do I challenge it, or do we, are we constantly yeah. kind of evaluating ourselves, like um, just to solidify our own beliefs, you know? Yeah. So one of the other lines it says we've been forced to question assumptions that we have long taken for granted. So I, I think I think another another thing with that as well of being like just like what you're saying is is um, this is when the facts change my mind needs to change right we go Warren Buffett quote right like yeah when the facts change my mind's gonna change again I'll 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 hold to today what my beliefs are because of and here's all the things of why I think the way I do as soon as I have other facts that yeah. change what I believe I mean that 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 yeah. counter what I believe cool then we're gonna do that right so like. Um, For I was sure. actually just thinking about this. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast, but I was just thinking about, uh, actually when I was reading this last night, I was thinking about Taylor, uh, my roommate. And uh-huh. so she, uh, yeah. hates, she one day had brought up, I told her I was going to go to this mall and she said, um, and she goes, I hate that mall, that mall. No one goes to that mall. That mall is awful. And I'm like, what are you talking uh-huh. about? That mall has, and I just do, 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 hit her with like all of these facts, all of the stores inside this mall. And I'm like, this mall is amazing. Right. Yeah. But she doesn't shop at a lot of these name brand stores. So to her, that mall sucks. To a lot of people, that's yeah. a very popular mall and one of the most popular malls in yeah. town, right? And so for sure. Um, so then even we had that, and then she's like, well, I guess, but she's had this belief in her head that she doesn't go to this mall because it's an awful mall, even though yeah. it's not an awful mall, right? It's again, this is a small right. thing, right? But that she's and yeah. then, so the reason I brought this up is again it happened yesterday. She brought up the same mall and says Joey shops at into one of my friends and said and I hate this mall and then and then she and then all of a sudden my friend was like yeah but that mall has bo 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 and he hits her with all these stories yeah. and then but again in her head she hasn't let go of her belief about that mall because she believed it for so long. And that's so, so stupid. It's such a small thing, but she believed it for so long, right? That it's like a truth in her head, even though it's, again, we're just repetitive telling ourselves something over and over and over and over again, that it becomes true in our head, even though when we're confronted with facts and even when we're confronted with, you know, the opposite that we're just like trying to hold on, like we, it's hard for us to let go of ideas. Why? Which is why I wanted to bring this subject up is because we like to, we like to hold on. So, um, Yep. I think that that's a, that's a big piece is just that um, I think we need to confront that and just be very, um, very much so. First off, step one, identify when you've had a moment that you realize your identity is in something, right? How do I identify this, right? Again, where am I spending my time and resources, right? Think about that. Where am yeah. I spending my time and resources? Is it people, things, right? 
my team, where, where am I putting my time and my resources? Okay, my identity starts being that. That's why as a coach, when my team doesn't win, it makes me so mad. Because why? My identity right. is in my team, my time and my resources. Yeah. I think, I think in that too, when you start to realize that, the next step is what makes me uncomfortable. Because sometimes yep. you don't even notice it. Like you look yep. up two months later, I, I've had this happen where I'm like, yep. I kind of was running down the wrong path and you don't realize it for six weeks. So yep. then I start to think, well, what's making me uncomfortable? What's making me uncomfortable? And now you can start to see, kind of like reverse engineer it. Like, why is that making me uncomfortable? And I think it's getting harder and harder for like the Taylor story. Like yeah. this last generation, I was talking about this yesterday with my in-laws, there, the information wasn't readily available. So like it was yeah. more my, my opinion and your opinion. And we couldn't yeah. really, it was, you couldn't feel it. You couldn't see it. Today's yeah. age, a Google search and your, your opinion can be debunked or Easy. validated. Yep. And all of these podcasts today, I was, was listening to another one of Gellner's, um, can't remember who he was interviewing, oh, Pat Murphy at Alabama. He was saying anxiety and um, insecurity is at an all-time high because like you're saying, I, I don't know my foundation or beliefs because all of this stimulus is coming in and all of these different ideas, some true and some not true, but how can we filter that as a young adult? Like, mm -hmm. what is my identity with all of this information coming at me and I'm holding my standard to all of these people that say it's true or false. And like, we're chasing, like you were saying, a material world and comparing myself to people that are also insecure, but don't portray themselves as insecure. And we push mm -hmm. all that stuff down and it's like, we're a bunch of ticking, ticking time bombs, you know? Yeah. And Which, I think, I think this is where this last part, how we kind of closes up uh, the prologue here. Uh, these two statements will kind of lead into our stuff as well is yeah. Um, this is an invitation to let go of the knowledge and opinions that are no longer serving you well and anchor your sense mm -hmm. of self and flexibility rather than consistency, right? So the reason I like that, that there, right, is that I like that one, it was, it served you well at one time in your life. It's okay. We're not challenging what you used to do. Great. At yeah. one time it served you well and you use that to help you get to this point in your life. Great. Okay, it got you here, it won't get you there. Now let's level up again, just like you learned that information. It's almost like that picture that we saw of like uh, Jesus and he's got the teddy bear behind his back and he's got, I mean, the big teddy bear behind mm -hmm. his back and then you got the little teddy bear. Yep. It's great. This served you well. This teddy bear served you well. Give the teddy bear off, right? And so I can give you even a bigger, right? An even bigger view of the world, right. even more, right? We, we get so tied in holding on to these things yeah. that have served us well for a period of time in our yep. lives. And we think that if we let it go, that again, I'll never be served well again, right? But in meanwhile, again, again, like it says in the Bible, like again, my, my, my cup runneth over, right? I have more, bun abundance. The world has so much yeah. more for you, has so many more ideas for you. There's so much more to learn. There's so much more to experience. There's so many more truths to be discovered, right? Other than the one that I accepted when I was 14, 20, 30, you know, you know eight, whatever that is, right? That was just one truth and it served me well for a period of time, but it won't mm -hmm. always serve me, right? And then yeah. the last thing I was going to add here as well is again, how he closes it out. I think this was a great way uh, to close it out. He says, a hallmark of wisdom is knowing when it's time to abandon some of the most, uh, the most treasured tools and some of the most cherished parts of our identity, right? Like, so that's a, that's a that's big, beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it is. And it's, it's a mark there that, uh, we got to understand that and how he opens up the first chapter. And this is where I stopped. And this is again, why it's so important as well to add this in is Prague. And this is a quote here from, uh, George Bernard Shaw. Progress is, Im uh, is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So we got to know, look, it's part of the process. If you thought what you thought when you were five, that you were going to keep thinking when you were 10, 20, 50. Okay. It's the same thing. At some point we get to 20 something, right? Or 30 something or 40 something. And you say, oh, I got it figured out. Right. I, I know yeah. how this turns out. I know all, you know, again, the, the expert curse, right? That we start yep. thinking we know it all. Right. And remember when you were 20 yeah. and you thought you knew it all. Okay, great. Remember when you were 15, you <laughs> thought you knew it all and 10, you thought you knew it all and eight, you thought you knew it all. Okay. Like you gotta, you gotta understand, right. That 
we can't hold on to these things. We got to know even when we get them that all this is temporary. This life is temporary. This car is temporary. These bed sheets are temporary. This t-shirt is temporary, right? All of these things are temporary. I got to receive them yeah. knowing that at some point I'm going to have to give them away because guess what? They weren't mine in the first place. They weren't mine, yep. right? I didn't, they're yep. not going to last forever. They're, you know, again, uh, you can, th you can associate it with their gods or again, if you believe in the universe or what they, they weren't yours, they were here before you got here. All the materials were here before they got here and they'll be here when you leave. Okay. So yep. if you take in knowing that you're going to already have to give it away at some point, it's going to have to, it's going to move on. It's going to disintegrate. It's going to do, it's going to go back into the, whatever that is. Don't, we can't take in things thinking that they're going to be forever from the very get go. Yeah. Right. We got to take things yep. as this is just a temporary stop. And then at some point, I'm going to move on and I'm going to have to let it go. And the same thing we should do with yeah. ideas. At some point, things, again, some things stay with me longer than others. Some things stay with me for 10 years and they happen to serve me well for 10 years. But on the 11th year, if it doesn't serve me well anymore, it's time again. The environment, as he mentioned earlier, the environment is now changed. And at one time, that might have been the best truth for me to hold on to. And now, I guess what? We got data. Guess what? Now yeah. we have experience. Wow. Now we got this new technology. Now we have Google. Now we have, now we have all these things that I can check those things and go, great, cool. That's all right. I'm happy I learned it today, right? Rather than learned it 10 years from now, right? And so if we really want to change, if we want, really want to change things, I mean, I mean, nothing changes if nothing changes, right? We got to change. Yeah. We got to right. adapt. And we got to evolve like a Pokemon, baby. 100%. <laughs> Well, everything else is evolving around us. That's what—that's the funny thing I was saying with the in-laws again yesterday. I said, you look outside at the world, it's evolving really quicker in the internet. Everything's evolving so rapidly, but people don't want to evolve with the times. You're, you're stuck. Um, and a lot of that too, I was going to say, uh, I think you're starting to hit some people on the heart. And the first thing I started to think of is the people that I'm surrounded with, like, Mm -hmm. Let's say I want to make that change. You, you, now you're not just asking me to change my mindset. You're asking me to change the people I run with, the people that I talk with to hold me accountable, the people that are holding me back. Do you think that's a possibility of why some people stay complacent? Is because yeah. once you realize that mindset change, you need to start cutting a lot more than just what I believe. It's yeah, external things that are also holding yeah. you back, you know. I think I think it's a natural I think it's a natural process though. I mean, think about it. How many of you guys actually hang out with everybody you hung out with and you were in high school? Right? Yeah. What happens? Your mind changes. Sure. How many how many people were your teammates, were your best buddies? But guess what? You guys at one time, that friend served you well. They served you well. Mm. You guys, you had that relationship was awesome. But at some point you started to, you know, again, uh, one of my other quotes is like sleeping in the same beds but having uh, but dreaming different dreams right? Mm -hmm. Great. At like one time one. you guys served each other well, but we have different dreams, right? And, and again, we just went different ways. And again, I evolved and you stayed where you were. You went a different direction and you, okay, we grew apart, right? Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be immediate. You don't have to cut people out. Me and you, me and you have different views on stuff. We talk, right? And when we mold together and we weave together, sometimes we go different directions and come back together. And like, again, that's part of a relationship, right? But like, that's, that's part of the thing as well. It's just being like, it's also okay. Right. Again, I take in friendships knowing that again, again, relationships and that, that feeling was here far before I came along. Yeah. Right. For sure. So, so it's not mine to keep. I don't get to keep that. Right. So like that was a, that was a blessing. That was something that again, a relationship is something I have received. Right. So I'm okay with mm -hmm. giving it all away. Um, and again, when it comes back to obviously, you know, God in this way for me is that God gave me everything. So giving it back to him is not a sacrifice. I'm just giving him back what he gave me, right? Like giving him back a yeah. blessing that he gave me. So it's not a, it's not a sacrifice. I wasn't mine in the first place, you know? And so, yeah. so when we look at it more in that way, um, it's like asking a little kid to share, you know, you ever give the kid a toy and then you ask him to share with you and he won't share with you. It's like, I'm the one that gave it to you in the first place, you know, like you yeah. wouldn't have had it, right? you know? So what are right. we sharing? You're sharing some, a blessing that I've given you in the first place, right? Like that's, that's kind of the same thing as well. It's like, we got to be better sharers, right? In that, in that right. way of being like, it's not mine sure. to keep, right? It's, it's mine to yeah. share, right? It might be mine to share yeah. or mine to pass on or mine to do those other things. But I, I like you're saying, I, I understand that it's tough, but it's more tough with how we carry it. 
than it is actually yeah. with the reality that it was yep. never mine. That's why it seems so yeah. hard is I'm trying to hold on to water. You can't hold on to water, yeah. right? Like yep. I, can, I can put banks, I can put it in a container, right? And try to, try to mold it into, you know, what I wanted the, the thing. But again, it's, it's not mine to keep. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to go yeah. away, right? It's going to, it's going yeah. to, uh, you know, it's, it's going to continue to ever flow and change again. I can put it in this bottle, but as soon as it gets hot enough, it's going to turn into steam and it's, see you later, right? Or again, it's going to freeze and it's going to yep. change forms. It's going to do all of its thing, right? It's not, it's not mine to hold. Can't hold water in your hand. You yeah. know, it's just like, it's it, it it's yeah. gonna evaporate. It's gonna has it has its own things, right? It's it's just a, it's a blessing that I had. It served me well for a period of time. Guess what? I could have thirty million jugs of water here, right? And that's great. But yeah. if I had to carry those thirty million jugs up a cliff, why the the thing's on fire? Okay, it served me well. But guess what? I'm not gonna die. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid yeah. of the water. I'll figure out the water again later. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. it's like the, yep. there's that there's that middle ground of just being like. It's okay, right? It's all part of the process. It's all part of, you know, yeah. just my route. One thing I like that you said there was we need to be better sharers. And I also think that starts with being better listeners. One yeah. thing I really like about uh, Never Split the Difference, he's, you know, world-class negotiator, but he places a very high emphasis on active listening. Like, yeah. if I actually listen to what you're saying, and not the tone, just like I always say, don't hear the bark, hear the message. Don't listen to how they're saying it, listen to what they're saying. And mm. instead of trying to respond with emotion, because a lot of people match the emotion. I've noticed yeah. that when I listen to people talk. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're matching the information, they're matching the emotion. It's yeah. like, listen, don't listen to the emotion, listen to the words, and then mm -hmm. cognitively try to respond. Um, yeah. And I, that's very tough for me. I've had to actually start writing stuff down yeah. to not respond, because yeah. especially we're passionate. You know, yeah. if, if I'm talking with the wife, we're both passionate. Yeah. Sometimes the passion comes out where passion's good, but if passion gets in the ball, gets in in front and of your ability to grow, then yeah. the passion can also be an issue. Like yeah. you also need to be able to control it, right? Yep. Um, I just wanted to throw that in there that I think there's a lot of people that think they're good listeners, but they're not, and oh. I'm one of them. I'll be yeah. the, I'll be the first to tell you. That's no. something that I've been trying to work on the last month. Is like. What is he really trying to say to me right now? Don't listen to mm. don't listen to Joey getting passionate. What's he really trying to say to me? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's allowed me to start to to be like, okay, I see where the root of his emotions coming from, and now maybe we can talk through this a little bit yeah. better. And again, yeah. and again, being a good listener, like it's not a check mark. There's sometimes when I'm a great listener. There's sometimes when I'm an yeah. awful listener. If it's again, if I'm For in a sure. very heated or passionate moment, I'm probably you know so there's moments where I'm not the greatest listener. I can't I can't take in your information well. Even again in that same you know even with the negotiations, one of the things he's talking about is again he's not attached. It's not his. You never have the guy that owns the bank, right? He's not negotiating. Yeah, <laughs> you know, For it's sure. somebody that's completely For objective. Sure. He doesn't care about the money. He cares about getting the people out of yeah. there. What, like you have to get someone that is again doesn't get emotional, right? Um, and right. it doesn't have ties and their again identity in in that outcome, right? You got to remove yourself from right. the outcome so that you can have some of these clear and effective communications. And so um, that's just a really big piece. And I think that the big thing here is again that we have to just be okay with thinking again and changing our minds, right? It, it's okay. Mm -hmm to change our minds. And honestly, if we're not changing our minds, we're not growing. Like you should, if you have the same, again, some ideas will stay with you longer than others, but again, you shouldn't have it figured out at any age. You should always be learning, right? Again, yeah. that, that lifelong learner, learner perspective that we have. But again, like it's okay. Like there's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. And again, people will hit you with the, you changed. I used to say it all the time just to mess with people. Man, you changed. And I'm like, and that yeah. same thing, like, yeah, I have. Now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you noticed. Thank I'm you. I'm trying to. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. We leveling For up sure. around here. 1,000%. Yeah. We ain't just, we ain't running <laughs> in the same circles. We ain't doing the same things. We ain't playing hopscotch. We ain't paying patty cake. Yep. We, we moving on. We moving <laughs> on, baby. For sure. We got things to do. Yep. Things to, things to build, right? And, and, and well, impacts it's to like, have. We got things to do, It's baby. like I said, Joe. It's like I said last week, I can't remember, I think it was when you were reading the Facebook comments. More people would rather bag on the invention than be the inventor. 
they would yeah. rather look at it and not be innovative. They'd rather let yep. you do the work, the leg work, and then criticize yep. you for doing it wrong. 100%. When in reality, it's like 100%. the barrier of entry, I'm willing to stand alone. I'm willing to yep. keep on pushing the envelope. That's okay. It's all yep. okay. Yeah. You know? No, and that's 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 the big piece. And um, to to ra- wrap up here, Bo, I wanna I wanna find that quote about I mean uh, the Bible verse about uh, knowledge um, and Bible. Um, but no, I think I that that's hear it. yeah. No, I I just read it the other day when we were talking through it again. Like because again, that this is a common thing that we start doing is um, you know we we tie ourselves to it, you know. Yeah, you tie yourself to, to things of this world. Yeah. You, you, we personally sabotage our self-growth, in my opinion. Yeah. Let me see. Was this something you guys... Um, Discussed at your Bible study? Yeah. It was one of just an, another thing of, again, just because back in the day, basically where this comes from is um, back in the day, you had a lot of people that were tied to the law, right? They were, they were tied to understanding the Bible inside and out, verse for verse, right? And so they, mm-hmm. would, they would start, you know, again, having egos about it. Their, their identities would be tied in the knowledge that they had. And so, mm-hmm. um, they would, you know, obviously, uh, you know, start to go at one another for what knowledge they had on certain subjects. And again, understanding that we're missing the entire, uh, you know, point of the Bible when we do that, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's like blasphemy. That's like, that's some irony if I haven't seen it before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, History repeats itself. That's kind of, I mean, there's similarities in each generation, whether we like to, whether we like to think so or not, you know, that's why they say we grow up to be more like our parents than we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> we embody a lot of the thing, a lot of the same things that we don't like in them. We grow into, it's human nature, you know, that's something we, I want to say too, is that this is something that we're always holding ourselves and checking ourselves and reevaluating ourselves. Not something you wake up one day and all of a sudden you're enlightened and you have it all figured out, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, just a big piece, um, you know, a big piece that's important. Right. And so, um, you know, it, 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 again, we just like, we just like to tie ourselves to it. Um, we like to tie ourselves to it and it's very easy. It just, it happens because we start learning, especially when it goes through a process, you start learning about things. And so when you start learning, you start becoming knowledgeable, then you start judging off of the knowledge that you currently have and says, well, the Bible says, or the Bible says, the Bible says, and again, that's obviously much different than what we're supposed to be using, utilizing that information. Um, and also knowing, right. again, it's like, it's like only knowing, you know, like part truths, you know, and like, we want to be less wrong yeah. tomorrow, but it's there, there's, you know, we're missing as, as we learn more and more, uh, sometimes we can get caught up on, you know, like rules yeah. or we can get caught up on, you know, um, you know, a particular, uh, piece of knowledge, uh, rather than, you know, yeah. holding on to the, the things that are most important for us to, you know, get, you know? Yeah. Especially too, it leads back to the sharing thing. Are you learning more information so you can help others or are you learning more information so you can use it as ammo against others? Yeah, because <laughs> those kind of people, you know, and and it's okay either side of the fence you fall on, but just be aware of that. You know, do you do you research for your own your own good and to fill your own cup, or do you research to help other people? Educate. Yeah. You know. So so uh, I'm pretty sure this is it. I think it was a different. It wasn't. Uh, it was a different version, but. Um, first, uh, first Corinthians, uh, chapter eight, verses one through three. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. The knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines, uh, imagines that he knows something he does not uh, yet know as he ought to know. So 
Um, again, this actually comes through, this actually is the verse bow that is uh, on my Twitter. It's been there for a long time, right? My pinned, my pinned mm -hmm. tweet, 1 Corinthians 8.2. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't, know, know, uh, doesn't really know very much, right? And for so, sure. um, you know, the, the, the big piece there with it is, again, is that, um, like it says here, like the knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Right. And so yeah. uh, that's the really the okay, that's great that you have knowledge, right? But we should be always should be encouraging. We should always always be again, now that we know more, we should lead people towards that path and, and again and be gracious because at one time we didn't know and we we're the ones that were you know, again, we were preaching these other things and we can often forget where we come from, right? We can often forget the things that we used to teach. We can often forget that, you know, we used to think we used to remember that as true, or we had a mentor that taught us that, or you know, all those other things. And so so that, that's a very big piece is that, um, you know, anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. Right. And that's what we're talking yeah. about here uh, of us uh, uh, jumping off of that is knowledge is great. Knowledge is great. Right. But it doesn't give us it's not an excuse not to love people, <laughs> you know. For sure. And so uh, love uh, love first and having grace with one another and having mercy with one another um, and doing all those other things are are uh, much more what, you know, well, uh, much more important than what we know, right? For sure. And so, um, yeah, and, or trying to prove somebody wrong or say, ha, gotcha, like, you know, like one of those things, right? It's, yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a challenging, it's a challenging perspective as well, right? It, it, it steps on my toes all the time. Again, it's hard, it's not, uh, as, as we often find, you know, uh, the, the, the Bible isn't too concerned with uh, our comfort, <laughs> more yeah. so concerned with our, our, with our character. And more so concerned sure. with, um, you know, um, helping us, uh, you know, through this, you know, messy and, and, and complicated type type situations that we, uh, you know, see obviously on a daily 100%. basis. So, um, yeah, big big piece we, for us to dive yeah. into for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think towards the end, I th I think you're right. The world needs more love, and you need to be okay being uncomfortable. Yeah, because comfortability comfortability has killed my growth and. You know, mm -hmm. I, in the moment you don't know that, but you need to be okay yeah. with being uncomfortable. Yeah, and tell somebody you love them. It's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. Yep. And yeah. uh, you know, again, don't be stagnant water. It gets poisonous, baby. Got to keep it moving. Yep. Keep it all moving. All right. Keep it well, moving. Leveling up. Well, guys, um, you know, again, um, uh, just another another brick on here. Another another perspective. Something else. Uh, we love that you guys are sitting here growing with us putting us in your ears when you guys are in the dugout before, you know, traveling, doing whatever you guys are doing right now. Season's starting up. Got some big things coming there. So awesome that, uh, you know, uh, we continue to move this thing. We appreciate your guys' uh, support and love. And uh, we just sending it right back to you, baby. Right back to you. Right through the airways. <laughs> um, we got much more coming. Um, but from us and our partners, until next time, Farm System out.